0: program is paid for by talking reds llc
1: the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat Dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255
2: you know if i'm saying something to you i don't say to you i'm going to say something to you
3: and then say it i just say it
1: or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at jeff Cardozo uf and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat.
4: All right, we're here. Jeff and Pat. It's almost like we're trying to run a streak together like Florida has over Tennessee. Cool. On the tailgate, summer's over. It's back to Back to the grind. Oh. Well, But it's it's fun. We have a lot to talk about, obviously. We will get to the big story of the day, um, which I, I don't know. I, I was – it was so weird. It was one of the weirdest nights uh, maybe in the history of uh, the NFL because when that happens, uh, Aaron Rodgers get, tears his Achilles. You know it's bad. You don't know how bad and you don't know – and then you say, well, this is going to be a blowout and it uh, did not work out that way. And obviously the Bills lose now. Everybody's wondering if Josh Allen's overrated. He's not, okay? It was one game. It was in the rain. It was opening day. Calm down. <laughs> People tend to over, you know, go crazy on opening days. But he did not have a good game, Jeff. I hope you didn't pick him on your fantasy draft.
5: Nope. Don't have them.
4: I have Dak Prescott.
5: You, you're in trouble, too, then.
4: I forgot to... Um,
5: turn off your phone?
4: Well, I did forget to do that, but I also... Your flashlight's
5: on, too. Just turn that on.
4: Why does that keep happening to me? I don't do it on purpose. That's why my battery's so low. Probably. All right. You forgot the what? i got to I gotta answer this.
5: All right. Go ahead. Then I will uh, talk... And it does. I mean, I'm not a Jets fan. I'm a Dolphins fan, so that means it's helping the team that I root for and uh, and be better, but I just think it sucks for the NFL. I thought the story was going to be great. Uh, I wanted to see what Aaron Rodgers was going to be able to do. Uh, I thought he did a great job of being a New Yorker, so to speak, and going to the U.S. Open and going to basketball games and going to Broadway shows and doing all these things that he's supposed to do and then what four or five plays in he's done and it would have been neat to see the story and now I guess we'll just have to see what uh Mr. Wilson can do and I think he was serviceable
4: Mr. Wilson that goes way back and that's even before your time
5: well I say Mr. Wilson because remember he was the guy that was what dating his buddy's mom or something he was just
4: he was just doing her okay but, but so he likes, likes the older wo- women. Was the um was the uh, the old man next door in the Dennis and Mess. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So I th- I, I couldn't believe you were accessing. The flashlight's me. still on. It's in I my, can't it's figure in my out how eyes. to. Get, I can't figure out how to get it out.
5: <laughs> Just hit the little flashlight thing there, on the very there, bottom. There isn't. See. All right, give did. me it. All right. Now you can talk again.
4: All right. All right. So um, I will say this today. I was I did a show with um uh Dave Hooker from um Yo Hooker <clears throat> from uh up in Knoxville area. And um they're in the same boat that Florida fans are. They they really don't know what they've got there. They just don't know what they have. And they're hoping uh it's it's better than it's been the last nine times they've been down here. But uh that game last week kind of uh put everybody, you know, like I'm not sure what we got. I I think both teams going to this game. This is a this is a what do you what do you got game, you know, Florida coming in. We don't know what Florida is yet. I don't think so. Uh, We certainly now don't know what. I I think that game against Austin P. My first reaction when I was looking seeing that score was that Austin P. Well, they're in the state. Yeah, I'm sure these guys are ticked off that nobody recruited them, and they're going to play their butt off. But when I've talked to people and watched a little bit of the tape on it. Um, they just didn't play good. And they had a lot of penalties. Um, they are—they're um, actually have more penalties than Florida. It's hard to believe. After that Utah game. But, yeah, they got more penalties in Florida. So we'll see. I mean, look, it's all going to get resolved on Saturday. And then we'll know. We'll either go, yeah, Florida may be better than we thought. Or we'll go, Florida may not be very good. Or we'll go, yeah, Florida played hard. They're getting there. They're, they're eventually going to get there. So we have three options. Yes, no way, or maybe. <laughs> all right.
5: and, and it's, of course, the, the talk of everything. And we'll talk about it here. And we want all of you to express your opinions. But I still think it's a really big unknown. And I'm not going to be as confident as I was going into Utah because that obviously didn't work out. But if well.
4: Florida can play as well as they did against Utah without all the of issues, the mistakes, yeah. which there were like twelve of them, fifteen of yeah. them, if you, there were if, some significant mistakes. Yeah, if they can just play a better game, and you would think that at home that will be a factor. Um, you would that place is going to be lit it's night game. Everybody's lubed up, ready to go. It's going to be loud. Um,
5: it's it's really hard. To fathom like the success that Florida has had against Tennessee at home, it's like it's it's crazy. And, and for the,
4: think of some of the games, well, McElwain's two wins are mm-hmm. hard. To, it's hard to believe they won either one of those games.
5: But to put it in perspective, Florida and Tennessee have played twenty-one times in Gainesville. How many has Tennessee won? Out of well, twenty-one times,
4: I remember. Times, uh, 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 three
5: four five
4: five five
5: total 1953 tr-
4: okay so i don't remember that i was not
5: born 1955 i was one 1971
4: i kind of remember that but that was a crappy florida team
5: and oh one and oh three yeah oh one i was obviously the big one that Prevented the Gators from getting to the national championship. Oh, one's the one that national the, we'll never forget. Yeah, that is. And, of course, nine eleven, and yeah, looking back on that, that's what changed and forced oh. Tennessee to play Florida at the end of the year. And I it would watched, have been a much different deal.
4: I watched way too much nine eleven stuff last night. It, I got really depressed. It's honestly. hard, yeah, it's, yeah.
5: And yesterday is actually was my sister's birthday. And her 21st birthday was the actual day of... Nine eleven. Really. So that was a really weird day, one I'll certainly never forget. She was in town here going to school and you know, we tried to go to dinner that night and there's no celebrating. So her twenty first birthday was Yeah. Not like my twenty first birthday.
4: I think Robbie's uh wife's birthday is on nine eleven too. Um but you know, I what I when I think back to that, you know, when I'm I'm watching all this stuff, I, I remember everybody's got a story about what, what you were doing on nine eleven, but the one thing that um I'll never forget was I think I talked about this a little bit yesterday was how mad Rex Grossman was. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't mad that he wasn't gonna play. He just mad that he was mad at the people who did it. Yeah. And I mean he was literally mad. Not not like just, you know, saying it. He was like I he was shaking mad. So anyway, um but yeah, I watched too much of that because to be honest with you, after the Aaron Rodgers injury the game sucked. It was terrible, and then the the end of it was tremendous. I, I didn't care who won. I'm not a Jets fan. I'm not a Bills fan, but uh, you know, for, to to get one guy get three picks, and then another guy that they have raved about, and and uh, the coach runs into the end zone to grab him. I mean, it, it was really kind of a fun night. That part of it, but the problem is, if you're a Jets fan. Now what do you do? Because there's a reason they went and got Aaron Rodgers, and it wasn't just that they wanted to win a Super Bowl. It was that they didn't have a lot of confidence in Zach Wilson. To be honest with you, he wasn't very good last night. Yeah. Now he hasn't been the starter, but he's played a lot because I mean, obviously, in the uh, was the starter last year, and so I don't know what's going to happen there, but I'm I'm sure that um, people are. But I I I will say this: they should. I thought there was a w- interesting interview, and I can't remember who interviewed uh, Robert Sala uh, Sala mm-hmm. Sala. Um, after it was about two series after Aaron Rodgers' interview, maybe it was halftime. I, I can't remember exactly, but they said, "What do you? How do you guys handle? it? How do you?" go forward knowing that Aaron's out and everything like that. And he goes, look, we've got good guys on this team. We've got good players that are going to play hard. I have no doubt about that. There's a reason why people were picking us to go to the Super Bowl. And it was because we have everything but – he didn't say this – but everything but a star quarterback. Well, now they don't have a star quarterback again, but you could see from that game they're really good. Yeah, Defensively good they're really good. Uh, the special teams are really good. So, you know. It was nice. I, you don't see too many punt returns for touchdowns in the NFL. Yeah.
5: or or, so wonder, or at, win or, a game.
4: Or at Florida Field. No, definitely haven't <laughs> seen that in a
5: while. I remember, there were so many years where at least once Florida had returned some type of kick. It was a really long well, streak. You had
4: Brandon James. That was a big part it of helped. it. And, and Brandon I, Powell's returning
5: kicks for I, the Vikings. I saw that,
4: yeah. Uh, the, the funny thing is I remember very distinctively two things that happened during this series – um, one of them was, why why can't you just cover Jaquez Green? Because in 97, he was the only receiver they had, and I think he caught like nine passes in that game. I'll look it up. And then the other was, why do you keep punting the ball to Brandon James? Mm-hmm. And they kept doing it, and he kept running it back. And they couldn't, they, he was too quick for him So those are two of my favorite memories. And the other one is, another one is, um, being there in 2012. Game day was there. Was a big, game day had come to two straight games. Yeah. Um, the uh, the Johnny Manziel game, the first game, and then the, this game. And Trey Burton, who is now Mr. 2-Bits, been announced as Mr. Two-Bits, running that 80-yarder. And I'm just like, holy cow. Yeah, that was crazy. I didn't know he was that fast.
5: Yep, yeah. We'll so, ask him about that when we talk to him this weekend. All right, we'll talk to you
4: when we come I back. Don't. don't tell him I said anything because he hated the media. Okay. He did not want to talk to the media. No? No, but he's, he's fine with it now. But for some reason in college, he, I guess maybe somebody wrote something about him once and he, he took it personally and he did not like the media. Can't do that.
5: All right, we'll uh, get after it. Cat is here taking the calls today, 392-8255. Come join us here on the tailgate.
1: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850
6: AM WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Samuel Madrigal. The number three Gators volleyball team faces off against their rival Florida State in Tallahassee tonight. Florida went 3-0 this weekend at the Gators Invitational, and Kenny Martin was just named SEC Freshman of the Week for the third time this season. Live coverage of the game starts right here at 545. And the MLB, the Rays take on the Twins tonight for Game 2 of the series in Minnesota. The Rays defeated the Twins last night, seven to four, to keep their four-game winning streak going. We will join the game of progress right after the Gators volleyball game. Also, U.S. Swimming announced six current or former Gators of the men's roster and three current Gators on the women's roster for the 2023-24 U.S. Swimming national team. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Samuel Madrigal. ESPN
1: 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jameel,
0: owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck, we have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh, all the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry and shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well mealypops.com that's another way you can interact with the store or you can just come into the shop we're located off 39th avenue by i75 behind walgreens and Sunnys. stop on by we're open every wednesday thursday friday saturday and sunday and you can check us out on our social media platforms instagram tiktok whatnot facebook twitter and youtube we'd love to see you come on out to the shop have some fun We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75,
5: behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! at three seven eight seven seven five five, or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic.
3: So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger?
5: So you know the burger had to come
4: first. You go back hundreds of years. I oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too.
3: Exactly.
7: Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheese Burger, made with hundred percent pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app.
5: Ow, this is a good debate.
7: Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me.
0: If we can help you give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Meldon Law, we won't back down.
5: Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things and they were fantastic. Servpro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Inside
1: the Huddle with Steve
5: Sperger, Shane Matthews, and
1: Steve Russell. Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF.
6: This is Florida Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on the ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
5: All right, a couple of uh, cool things news-wise. Well, I don't know if this is cool or not. How do you feel about this, Mr. Dooley?
4: You ask me and I'll answer.
5: Kyle Pitts announced that he's having a baby. Yes. Do you know who he's having the baby with? Yes, I do. Well, for those that don't know, (laughs) he is having a son with Peter Warwick's daughter. A lot of good genes. What in the world is going on in this world?
4: I remember when Javon Curse was dating one of the volleyball players, and I can't remember who it was. But I remember Jeremy saying, "We we have dibs on the the uh, kid, yeah, whoever." But but that's what it feels like here. I mean, you're talking about two of the, you know, Peter Ward. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, I wonder
5: how they even got together. I
4: don't know. It's a good question. For those of you who don't know who Peter Wark Maybe is, because you you're them.
5: young, he was a very good, really good player,
4: but really good college player. Yes,
5: but he went to Florida State, so we don't have, like him.
4: He was, a, I mean, he was one of the best.
5: Yeah, he was legit in
4: college, but didn't really make it in the NFL. And I think a lot of it was he didn't have the great speed. Mm-hmm. You know, he just found ways to move move away from guys. I'll never forgive him for the ball that Marquand Manuel let go off his hands and. Or Cuthbert and then ran in for a touchdown, made about eight guys miss. That that was uh, ninety eight. That was a bad loss. That was one of my most depressing losses ever.
5: Yeah, Peter Warwick. Warwick done. Those guys were legit back in the day. Just couldn't stop him. Couldn't stop him.
4: Now he was uh, that year they played for the national title, and and if they had a quarterback, they probably would have won. won it. Yeah, because yeah, they had the Rooster instead. Hmm. Marcus Altson.
5: And then um, another cool bit of news, or, or fun bit of news, maybe they had it coming to them. Pat and I both saw this together, and if you haven't, it's pretty good. So there is a bar out in Wisconsin that is running a promotion.
4: Jack's American Bar, it's called. Yes,
5: all year long. It's not was not just for all this it, week. Oh, all it's year. It's all year, which is stupid on their part. But now they're going to have to probably pay eventually. But, but they're the, not
4: going to have to pay uh, – Seventeen times,
5: no. But every time they lose, so the the bar the promotion is because they're mad that Aaron Rodgers left and went to the Jets. Any time the Jets lose, they will pay the bar tab, so you can drink free all night. So it's a good promotion. You get everybody to come to your bar and drink right. a bunch. So last night, Aaron Rodgers goes down early. More and more people show up at the bar and
4: start pounding.
5: Yes. Just <laughs> destroying drinks, running up their tabs, doing all these things because all right, Aaron Rodgers isn't there. Bills are gonna kill him and everybody's gonna get free bar Which tabs. Everybody thought. Yeah. And the then of course that didn't happen. So all these people that drank free for three hours. They thought. Thought they were all good, and then they had to pay their bar tabs at the end.
4: But and again, I you know, I I don't see this as being a team better than like ten and seven, so you know you you still it's get a
5: crapshoot on when you when yeah. you go and get your free and drinks you, and
4: you get peop, enough people in there. Now maybe because everybody had to pay their full, and I'm sure there were some really drunk people. Yeah. going, I'm not paying this, right? Uh, but they had to pay. But maybe you don't go back the next time.
5: And maybe they we'll earn wait and see who they're playing. Maybe they earn their whole dang month last That's night like so they're they're, they're in like, good shape Yeah,
4: we don't care if they win or lose now yeah, we're good
5: we're, we are uh, good for sure so if you want to talk about Tennessee you can it'll be interesting I am not convinced that the quarterback is nearly the quarterback that Tennessee had last year so that is no, at I least the the difference and remember the Gators had another, a chance to win that game last year this
4: is another six year six-year quarterback mm-hmm. second year in a row yeah. that Florida's facing They did. I mean, you know, obviously you don't. You'd like to have gotten the ball off and yeah, gotten it into the end zone. But um, you know, they kept coming back. They kept fighting back. It looked like Tennessee was going to destroy them. I think that Tennessee team's a little better than this year, but it's still a good team. They've got really good players. Um, receiver. They got. They're loaded at receivers. Mm -hmm. Still, it seems like every year they're loaded at receivers. So,
5: and and it was interesting. and if you watch the McNeese game, not state game, McNeese state. you saw a couple of times the McNeese wide receivers really line up wide. And it's similar to what Tennessee did last year. So I'm thinking to myself, well, how are the Gators going to handle this? And they actually did a really good job. Um, I mean, there was one where they were on the, the, the left hash, so the, the short side of the field, and that was their sideline. And the two receivers are all the way basically on the Gators' sideline. So they were so spread out, and Tennessee runs that formation a lot. So similar to what you know, I think the Gators are going to see next week. But the, the one difference is Tennessee's athletes are a little bit oh. better. So you have to to play it differently, and you know I think by doing that, it certainly leaves things right. open. You break one tackle, it's there for a touchdown, and and it's difficulty. But at least the Gators got that look, and they were maybe familiar with it, and can now understand what Tennessee is going to try to do
4: yeah you know Tennessee's basic their offensive plan is uh I mean this isn't every play but it's a lot most of their plays they take the the play the 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 quarterback has to recognize which side of the half of the field we're going to go to Mm -hmm. all right so he gets up there and he's looking to see what you're doing and then he's gonna. I'm going to this side now. I've got three different options over here. So the third, the whichever one's open is the one I'm going to throw to. It makes it very uncomplicated for a quarterback. However, you still have to identify the right side to throw to, because if, and I'm sure that Austin Armstrong is thinking, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make him think the safety's going to be over here, and then I'm going to move him over there. Uh, and that's one thing that's going to be interesting to see how they handle that, but. They are very talented at wide receiver, like um, you just said. I mean, they're they have great athletes. Brew McCoy is back again. It feels like he's been there forever. Former Southern Cal He's got a, a Southern Cal player. He must be in his fortieth year. Um, you know, the uh, Squirrel White is a really good player. Off to a great start this year. They've got they've got really good receivers, and you know, a lot of it's going to come down to the quarterback play, and on both sides, as we know.
5: But Tennessee does like to run. I think, you know, as much as we think about that offense, yeah, the Heupel does. Yeah. So they, they run it quite a bit. If you stop the run in this game, to me, that's how you beat Tennessee.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, it's almost like a, a pick-your-poison kind of game. So if you stop the run, now are they going to go up top? Kind of like Florida ended up throwing the ball a lot and they're in the Utah game. Uh, because they did stop, they did take away the run. So that was the way to beat Florida. I mean, that was was stop the run. Hope that the, that they make third and ones mistakes. You know, false starts, all that stuff.
5: All right, let's get some uh, calls on the telly as uh, Stephen is ready to join us. Hey, Stephen, welcome to the tailgate.
8: Hey, guys, um, going to the ever-ending battle of <laughs> Magnese versus McNeese State. Um, I googled it. I just called, and I know people are saying, "Well, it just happened, and they haven't had a chance to change their website and this and that and whatever else." But you think the easiest thing in the world to do would be to be able to change your your phone answering service?
4: Well, they answer it McNeese State.
5: There you go.
4: <laughs> uh- Whatever it is, we're never going to have to deal with this question again. I wouldn't think. Right? <laughs> I wouldn't think Florida, they're going to be on Florida's schedule anytime soon. I understand. I, just, I it, it's
8: just curious. I i uh I know that Jeff. You said, said they the people there told you there was McNeese, and I appreciate that. And maybe it is. I just think that they should get around to getting it right. I don't think I'm it's
4: that, that hard to change your website. Okay. No, it, and I don't. First think it's of that all, hard it's to- your website. <laughs>
5: Yeah, you just got to get somebody to, to go do it.
8: It's not hard to change your your phone. I mean, and you've got—I uh, don't know how many people they have, but you have four thousand students. You think you could find one or two that would do that for you? <laughs> okay, thank you, guys.
5: All right, Stephen, good stuff. That is true. So huh?
4: the bottom line is, we have we we don't know what they are, and we don't care about them anymore.
5: Yes, they're done. Okay. Byron's not done. He's just starting. So let's get him. Hey, Byron.
4: Well, I'm trying to get my
9: football face on, Jeff. You know, it's early in the week, and I don't normally call in this early, but I had some things on my mind, so I thought I'd give you a holler. My throat's a little acting up today, so if I cough with something, please forgive me. Um, The game on Saturday against uh, Tennessee, you know, I remain positive. I'm a positive Gator, Jeff and Pat. And um, I was wondering, from a Tennessee standpoint, though, uh, if I'm 101 fans sitting in Neyland Stadium and totally underwhelm those fans against Austin pi am kind of thinking, uh, did they just do that on purpose to, to give the Gators anything to look at this weekend? Or, or maybe they're not as good as everybody thinks Tennessee is.
4: I don't, I, they definitely didn't do it on purpose. I know that. Um, I mean, that game was 20, 23-13 with nine minutes to go. Um, they were up, uh, but they get they hit a a long pass. They ended up winning thirty to thirteen. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of people walked out of there going, "Man, now we got to go to the swamp and we, where we never win." Yeah. So, but I don't think they. I don't think they. I think that the quarterback play is very shaky, and I don't know. He may end up being great. I mean, he may do a great job. Right. He may light Florida up Saturday, but that is the yeah. biggest thing they've got. Receivers, they got running backs. They've got a, two guys with uh, defensive lin- linemen that are really uh, exceptional. It's going to be a rough. It's going to be a hard game well, to win. It's
9: early in the season for them, for also. And uh, now I googled Milton, and I believe I'm correct. He completed 21 passes for only 228 yards. Was it about 10 yards a carry, something like that?
4: Yeah, they they. They haven't been able to connect with the yeah. kind of the deep. Well balls. apparently
9: they lost their top two receivers from last year. So because it is early in the season, it's gonna take them a while. I would imagine yeah, I mean, and I mean, I'm not the, rooting for Tennessee here. Let me
4: let me tell you this. The t- two of the guys that they have coming back against Florida last year caught eight passes for one hundred and seventy one yards. And they're on the team. Oh so no, go-
9: those guys are gone or they're No, they're back? here. They're still there. Bru oh, okay. McCoy oh,
4: okay. and um um Ramel Keaton. So I mean They've got talent. There's no doubt about it, and they've got. They're in their third year. They've been able to to build it, Um, and uh, I'm curious if 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 it doesn't work out with Milton this game, uh, at some point do they go to the other guy, the freshman?
9: Yeah, that's just what I was going to ask you. The five star other guy, who I cannot pronounce his last name yet. I wonder his possibility if we get a big pass rush from the defense, thanks to Austin Armstrong could they uh bring the five star
4: first in? We'll see. I mean that that I, mean, I don't think they want to. I think they want Joe Milton to be the guy and I mean you're talking about the MVP of the Orange Bowl last year.
5: I mean, yeah, I mean they they love Joe Milton. They yeah. gave him the team and they they hyped him up a lot. Just don't know if he's very good. There's a reason why he hasn't gone on to the NFL yet and he lost his starting spot in one spot, and then lost it in another spot. He's still hanging around because yeah. he knows it's he's not good better. enough to go to the next last, level.
4: Last time he was you know. here, he had he had played. He had started the first two games, and then he got hurt in game two, and then um, Hendon Hooker took over, and uh, he did. Uh, Hooker got hurt in the Florida game two years ago, at the very end, towards the end. <laughs> Milton came in and threw eight bad passes, and that was the end of it. But um, it's certainly different than preparing as a starter than preparing as a backup.
9: It is. Yeah. Let me ask one more thing. Uh, there is another game this weekend, I believe, South Carolina and Georgia. Is that correct? Is you know if that's on TV anywhere?
4: <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. It's on. Uh, I think it's the CBS. Everything's game. on TV now. Yeah, I think it's a CBS. I think it's a three thirty game. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, I saw something about
9: South. Excuse me, Mississippi and Alabama. Being on CBS at uh, well, they're not playing. So. That's
5: uh, week four. Yeah.
9: Oh, okay, okay. Well, I got that wrong from what I heard from the Chuck Oliver show. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate talking to All you. Right, Have Byron. Good
5: day. Yep, you too. Man. Appreciate it. We'll uh, snag a break. Come back with more of your phone calls. You're listening to the Tailgate. Anchor in the
1: soul of Gator Nation, and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850
5: AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC0430. Zero seven three. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to crystal air and water is one you want to make.
1: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
2: Scattered strong thunderstorms continuing across interior and eastern north central Florida. Locally heavy rain rates could cause isolated flash flooding. Gusty winds are possible as well. Overnight settling down. Patchy fog in the morning. Lows near 70 tomorrow afternoon. Highs in the lower 90s early with scattered afternoon and evening storms possible once again. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. It's
1: a bird. It's a plane. It's the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. It's a big win against TCU,
4: but our job is
1: not to root for Deion Sanders. You know, like he's calling out people.
4: People have a job to do, and they're assessing it now. If you say they're going to get blown out or uh, they have no chance, okay, then you can keep a receipt.
1: The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at nine, right here on WRUF.
2: This is Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, and you're listening to Gainesville's only home for Rays baseball. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
1: The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
4: All right, we are back here on the tailgate. If you want to get a call in, 392-8255. If you want to talk about Florida, Tennessee, maybe some of your favorite memories. And there are not a lot of negative memories. Again, there are people out there that are older than me that maybe have some if you talk about them losing in 53 and 55. I don't remember those games. Uh, Obviously, the one negative, the most negative memory is oh one. one But there's been a lot of positive. I mean, the heave to cleave, the Callaway all the way, the um, obviously uh, the way Urban kind of handled those guys, the way Dan Mullen handled them. Mm -hmm. Now, again, they weren't good when Mullen had to face them here both years. Or, yeah, he won twice here. They weren't very good. I mean, they killed them. I think the – I wrote it down. It's uh, the score was combined score was seventy to yeah seventy one seventeen.
5: That's not very good. They weren't very good,
4: but um, I don't really remember those games very well though. These they, they weren't. I think one of them was the one where I told you that I was worried about Tennessee and they beat them like thirty eight to seven. So.
5: hmm And I, told you to not be worried. Yeah. Remember what are you one? telling me this week? I don't know yet. I don't have a feel. It's weird. I usually pretty pretty good, but not this time. David, what's up? Welcome to the tailgate.
10: Hey, guys. Uh, So, a couple things real quick. First, uh, Joey Kent is a great memory.
5: Mm -hmm.
10: Uh, We sent him into another another section. (laughs) Um, Almost bit his tongue off on that play. Yeah. My question, uh, first one is, uh, I'm a big deal. I think it's a big deal on backup quarterbacks. And uh the SEC in particular. Um what do you think goes in for us should we need to make a need to make a change for injury or something?
5: It it'd be Max Brown.
10: Max is next up? Yeah. Good. He looked okay.
5: Yeah, I mean he's he's athletic, he throws the ball much better than he did a year ago. Um, obviously a lot of success. So I, I think he would be uh serviceable enough and be able to do it. Cool. Just I mean, no, no starts and not really much experience. You're just you're losing all that from him to Mertz. They they would have to probably just throw a lot of short, quick passes and you know be able to to do too much uh, trying to read a defense. But I, I think he'd be fine.
10: Yeah, good, good. So my next thing is um, I had my own keys to improvement last week, and they all were met pretty much. I uh, felt pretty good about uh, the things that I wanted to see there are four or four or five of them. I won't go through them all, but one was, uh, urgency and time between, uh, the ball being set down and the next step on the, on the clock. And, uh, my key was to get it closer to 20 seconds mm-hmm. rather than five seconds in the countdown. And in the first half, I noticed that, uh, especially at the beginning because, you know, I think we're probably pretty scripted on the first series or maybe two. But for the first half, we were at 20 or above almost all the time, which was impressive and kind of shows a sense of urgency. And, you know, we're going to do what we got to do. I'm not saying we don't want to make our reads and everything else, but we're not going to stand out there and look to the sideline until there's seven seconds left and then hurry where – uh, you know the defense is basically keying on the clock and launching on us and uh, I'm wondering if uh, if you guys notice any of that too and think that the urgency of momentum going is uh, a factor we we got off of it a little bit in the second half but not too far
4: well I do think that that's one reason they brought Graham Mertz in as a guy who understands what they, they want to do and is is you know, understands the. I, I agree with you. I think you need to kind of go a little quicker.
5: But and they did. I mean, you could tell yeah. by the first drive of the game. And David, I think that's part of what you're talking about. But I, I noticed yep. it, and I said, "Man, this is sweet. This is the the tempo that I think right, you want." Right. And this is what Billy Napier wants to inevitably do. And yeah, last year I think you had to have a guy look over all the time. Game one, they did it quite a bit, maybe just trying to understand each other. But I think that was. Part of the conversation too. It's like, hey, uh, we we've got a pretty smart dude out there that knows what he's doing. He doesn't need to be babied, and he doesn't need to step up to the line of scrimmage and then look over and have somebody else call a play. Mertz can actually do that himself if he needs to check out of something. So I think you will see the tempo get a lot better. And I also think that you know having to come back like they did and not having enough time because of the clock not stopping on first down and that eliminating yeah. some plays is a factor in that as well.
10: Yeah. Yeah, I hope that's that's a trend. It wasn't just because of the opponent. Um, I, I just think you know, it just you just seem to get momentum. Actually, I'll, I'll mention this and I'll, I'll let you guys carry on. In the Utah game, I was out there. And you guys being so I know you were out there, Jeff. I don't know if you saw this. Um, there was the one series where we started to have some momentum, and they had a guy go down with uh, the famous uh, cramp and. Uh, he really, if he was faking it, he did a great job, but I watched him after this, he got over to the sideline and the cramp kind of was gone, but I'm not accusing anybody of anything. But well, you know, that's strategic in 2023 Sure. if he did do it, but it, it did, it really did cramp our momentum on that drive and, uh, and changed things and they settled back down.
4: Um, that's why guys do it? Death, and there, and it, I did. It's certainly allowed. Yeah. I mean, you can't legislate against guys cramping up. Yeah, right. It's just impossible. Hey,
11: right, go
10: Gators, we're going to win this weekend, guys. I'll
4: see you. I guess uh, somebody they came with this order, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. I mean, you can't say, "Oh, I think this guy was faking it." I mean, they've they've tried to do certain things, but it's not going to do it. And but you know, I, you could make an argument that Florida needs to do that against Tennessee, you know. I've
5: never been around anybody that's faked it. So far. Can handle it. See what uh, Gator Man's got for us today. Gator Man, what's up?
12: What's going on? Well, the bottom line is, I got the top 10 things that mighty Gators have to do to get a victory on Saturday night. Number 10, they have to race for 150 yards or better. Number nine, they can't have more than one turnover. Number eight, at some point, the Gators, I think, they're going to have to force about two to three turnovers. Number seven, they have to win the time of possession. And number six, they can't have busted coverages. Number five, Merch would have to complete about 67% of his hands in the better. Number four, the special team need to score very badly. That special team got to tighten up. And number three, the defense needs to score a touchdown somewhere. of these guys just Tipping the ball that could be picked off. They need to take one back to the house. Number two, they can't let the game get away early. And number one, they got to hit little smokey in the mouth on both sides of the ball. And you guys have a good
4: day. All
5: right, Gator Man, appreciate you.
4: Yeah, I disagree with one of those things. Florida is going to win time of possession
5: because Tennessee yeah, goes, goes so, so quick. Fast.
4: Last week, I, I think I'm right on this, it was um, Austin, he had 39 minutes of possession. And and to whatever. So what's thirty nine minus sixty, or sixty minus thirty nine? Twenty one mm-hmm. for Tennessee. Now Tennessee won the game, but that's the way they operate. Yeah. They they try get to it and go. go fast.
5: Yeah. Get it and go. Do, do, do. All right, we need a break, so we're gonna go, but just for a minute or so. We'll be back uh, to wrap up hour number one right after this.
1: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN, 98.1
13: FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Bennett Solomon. Florida Gators volleyball team hits the road tonight to take on in-state rival Florida State. Gators are looking to remain undefeated after starting the season 7-0. Florida will look to continue their dominance against the Seminoles as they have a record of 37-7 against FSU under head coach Mary Wise. You can catch coverage of the match starting right here at 545. Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Minnesota Twins tonight in Game 2 of a three-game series at Target Field. The Rays will look to win their 5th straight game, and Zach Littell will take them out for Tampa Bay, and he'll go up against Joe Ryan of Minnesota. Coverage of the game will begin right here after the conclusion of the volleyball game. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM,
5: 850 AM WRUF. Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the Docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to.
14: When you buy a diamond at International Diamond Center, you can bring it back a year from now, trade it up to a bigger one, and get 110% of your original purchase price toward the new
6: diamond. You pay me $10,000 for my diamond. When you come back and you want to trade it up, you're going to get that $10,000, plus we're going to give you a bonus of $1,000.
14: IDC owner Keith LeClaire talking about IDC's industry-leading
6: diamond trade-up policy.
14: So you're getting
6: 110% on what you paid for that diamond. Who else does this? I'm going to pay you more for that diamond than you paid me. In the beginning,
14: the 110% upgrade is just another thing that separates IDC from the rest. We stand
6: behind what we sell. We know what we're selling, we believe in what we're selling, and we know the inherent value of that diamond. At IDC, your trust means everything. We want you to feel that you can buy with confidence.
14: International Diamond Center highest quality, insane selection, guaranteed best value, full transparency, and the strongest consumer protection warranties in the industry. Our
6: job is to keep you as a customer.
14: International Diamond Center at Celebration Point.
6: Total control, we'd all love that, wouldn't we? You can have total control of your home environment with help from Electronics World. Let the pros at EW install a system to control your audio, video, lights, locks, thermostats, custom shades, garage door, and more. Plus, monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app. Now that's total control. Electronics World, visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net.
2: Hey Gators fans, D&D Advertising has the new 2023 football schedules ready for pickup at these fine businesses. Florida Roofmasters, Coconut Salon and Barbershop, Arabesque Dancewear, Steps for Success, Pizzazz Piercing and Tattooing, Witzlar's Pressure Washing, Hugo's Auto Service, and Swamp Boil Cajun and Vietnamese Restaurant. D&D Advertising Enterprises is not licensed, affiliated with, or endorsed by any university, sports institution, or program, unless specifically stated in writing. No proceeds from any of the funds collected will be given to any educational institution or sports team. Not responsible for schedule changes after printing.
1: Pass, set, kill. We are your home for Gator women's volleyball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
15: This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF the home of the Florida Gators.
4: All right. We are back here. Only a few minutes left in the, uh, first hour. We're getting out a little early today because of Florida volleyball against Florida state. I will say this out loud. Go Gators. (laughs) Heck yeah. Um, and obviously they need to get it because they lost in soccer one nothing. So beat FSU and everything you can. Um, let's get to Ice Cream Joe. See what he's got to say today. What's up, Joe?
3: Hey, what's up? Say it again. Beat them in everything you can. <laughs> well, I
11: totally agree. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna awesome, deny awesome. that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Anytime you can beat them scoundrels at everything you can, it's a better day. <laughs>
4: Well, hey, yeah, let's, in, let's, in let's, my old yeah. days as a sports writer, I would I couldn't say that out loud though. Was all... Yeah,
3: yeah, you're in a better place man. now. I'm I know.
4: I believe me, I'm in a better <laughs> place. Amen, amen. I do miss I do miss the uh, grading indicators that you used to do back in the day. I still do it. I do it on uh, wruf.com every uh, after every game. So in fact, I got it in really. Oh, you do. Yeah, I got it in okay. at like uh, five minutes after the game this week.
3: Well, cool. I'll, I'll check you out on that. Because I always used to enjoy flipping back in the old newspaper days, used to enjoy flipping through and, and finding that. You know, it was good. it's always good to see. Well, good deal. Well, speaking of Tennessee, is uh, what do y'all think we got to do? What do you think are probably about the two biggest things we got to do to win that game?
5: I mean, I, I think run the ball. And that will eat up some clock, give them less time on yeah. the field. Even though they're not going to be on the field much, they're just going to get it and go anyway. But I, I think the more that you can do that – and allow the defense to rest and have them be ready so they can go balls to the wall when they're in there. I think that's the way to kind of get after him. I, I think they'll blitz Milton a lot. I think they'll try to put some pressure on him because I don't think he's very good or at least accurate. So if he's pressured, then they can cause some turnovers doing it that way.
4: Wait, you're saying he's not very good, but he did win the uh, MVP of the Orange Bowl. Warriors. Ooh. Okay, they Clemson. How they're...
5: much do you say bowl games matter?
4: Uh, not much. Right. <laughs> But do you think, think? But I think I think New Year's Florida, Six bowls right. matter. Okay.
5: Do you think so? Do you think the Oregon State quarterback is God's gift to the position because they spanked the Gators?
4: No, Florida didn't show up.
5: Well, it's the same thing then.
4: But Clemson showed up. How do you know? Because they were there. I saw them.
5: Well, the Gators they, were there,
4: yeah, barely. Hey,
13: no, I think I he,
4: I don't I don't I don't know how good he is. I think we're going to find out. I think he he certainly has had his moments. And he had him at yeah. Michigan. Remember at Michigan, you would sit there and go, "Man, this guy is going to be unbelievable." And then the next play, he would throw a pick way over somebody's head. So um, that's what I'm hoping. So that's what Florida's got to do. I, uh, yeah. You know, the uh, Gator Man wasn't wrong about that. They need to get a turnover, and they it, it'd be nice if Florida could win special teams. Look. Mm-hmm. I go into a game hoping they'll break even because that's we've not seen them win special teams very often if if at all. Yeah. Um yeah. in the last couple of years. So they you know make a play there. That's what you, they used to do in the in the old Swamp Kings days when Brandon James yeah. would, um, would would do that. So yeah, make a play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: you say make a play, you know, it's like, I'm still, I'm still kind of waiting on it. I hadn't seen, you know, really any big hits, any, I mean, I've seen a couple of breakup passes, but I hadn't, I hadn't seen anybody really light anybody up on defense. I mean, have I missed it or, I mean, I just hadn't seen it yet, you know, and uh, I'm kind of waiting for that moment to where they're going to, you know, bring the crowd to life and, and really, you know, get this thing going.
4: Yeah, and I, I think that this game is the game where they're going to bring everything out. You know, they're, yeah. any plays that they have maybe been sitting on or any defensive blitzes they've been sitting on, they're all going to come out in this mm-hmm. game. You, This is, uh, look, this is the game that's going to define this season. I hate to say it. I usually don't like to yeah. say that. I mean, but I used to say, I said that in 96, that's for sure. I yeah. said that in yeah. 99. Uh, I said it in... It actually, in 98, it did, too. That was yeah. That was sad. You know,
16: I used
3: to – you always kind of circled this game. And, you know, traditionally when it was always played, you know, kind of the third week is you had your, you know, your two, you know, get-ready games and then you had Tennessee. And Tennessee was like you're making a break. It for the East, you had to win this game. You know, you really you really needed to win this game. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you drop that game, you know, and then later on in the schedule, then it was – Middle of the road Kentucky. If you couldn't beat Kentucky, mail it in. The season's pretty much done. So that's kind of still where I kind of my, my measuring stick. I look at Tennessee. That's your first big test. You got to win it. You know, you got to win it, especially at home. Is uh, what's the points looking like? Or what's Vegas
4: saying on this? Uh, it's seven. I think. It's six and a half.
5: It went down. to so yeah, what, it started at eight. eight yeah. 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 So it's uh, okay. some money's going to the Gators.
4: But again, that goes to to home field, and I always kind of talk about how the uh, the bookmakers tend to give Florida five points at home, where where a lot of teams they only give three or maybe four at the most, but Mm -hmm. they give Florida five at home, so that means they're one and a half point underdogs, or we'll see. Yeah, I think you know
3: with that big show in that they had, you know, the crowd wise, you know, for the last game, I mean, I think I think the swamp is going to be lit. I think oh, it's going to be be lit. It's gonna be lit. It's just, you know, that defense, they gonna to have to come out there, they're gonna to have to bring the fire and they gotta put some pressure early. I mean like first first one or two series is they gotta get they gotta hit that quarterback. They gotta show him that that's what you're gonna get all night and they gotta put it on him. They can't give him time and let him get comfortable, that's how he's gonna build confidence. He's already kinda of night and day. If we can get to him early, I feel like, you know, we can win this game. But, well, he doesn't you know, we lose. Really around, in, he huh? doesn't
4: lose in Florida. He's already said that. So.
3: Yeah, that's what he says. But they say he lost like nine times in high
11: school.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that he did. We'll Th- Thanks, ice cream Joe.
3: Hey, one one last thing is uh, measuring stick. Also a measuring stick. You got to look for Junior and Lulu. If they're there, we might be in trouble. I know
4: Junior. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll well, we'll, we'll, yeah, appreciate it. Or we'll bring James Bates out.
5: Yeah. We'll uh, we'll get With our top-of-the-hour break and uh, reset for a whole other hour. Brought to you by Meldon Law. They won't back down, and neither will Duels. You're listening to The Tailgate.
1: WRUF Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN one FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience
15: ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can not be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top-dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how ghettos got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever.
14: Is joint pain, soreness, and achiness getting in the way of your best life? Football legend Emmett Smith refuses to back down to pain. That's why he's a huge advocate
6: for QC Kinetics and their natural approach to getting you relief. Look, we get one trip around, so I wouldn't ever let pain stop me from hanging out with my race team, traveling with my family, or golfing with my friends.
14: Emmett's got it right. And QC Kinetics uses regenerative medicine to relieve that never-ending pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, and back. And the best news, there's nothing foreign being introduced into your body. Just your own body's natural
6: healing properties. No surgery or no downtime. The pain's holding you back. Maybe it's tennis, pickleball, running, hiking, or spending time with special people in your life. What are you waiting for? This is precious time. Get out there and get over to QC Kinetics. Call
17: QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550.
7: I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Kerry himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me.
0: If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Meldon Law, we won't back down.
5: star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself
1: this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with Jeff cardozo and pat is on the air let's do it It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if
15: I'm
2: saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it.
1: Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot, and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat.
4: Hey, we've got about uh, 48 minutes for the second hour because we are cut, cutting out a little early. Florida.
5: What is, on, what's wrong with your math? We have forty. We have 38 minutes, not 48.
4: No, 48 would...
5: Got to get out by 5, oh, we 50, get out. 42, 5.42. That's right, not 52. Yeah, we're getting it out early. It
4: wasn't the math, it was my... Yeah. inability to It was clock management. Oh, okay. We're getting out
5: early, so uh, cutting short by 15 minutes to get you over to Florida Volleyball, taking on Florida State, and we'll see if the Gators can uh, remain undefeated. And a big weekend. Of course, we're talking about Tennessee, but Sunday, if you're not too hammered, but you should be recovered by 3 o'clock, go to the O-Dome. Florida's playing Wisconsin, number one team in the country, and Last time they played Wisconsin, remember they went up there, and it was that record crowd before Nebraska did its thing, and the yeah, Gators that, ended that up record won't be broken. No, it'll never be broken. <laughs> but Gators ended up winning in five sets. It was a, a very epic yeah. battle. Yeah. So go on Sunday. I encourage you to do that. It'd be cool to see the entire Odome packed for a volleyball match. I think we've seen it close, but
4: we've seen it for gymnastics,
5: certainly gymnastics, but, and of course basketball. But yeah. never, I've never seen it. I don't think completely packed for a volleyball match.
4: I'm trying to remember when they played Stanford.
5: Or maybe Penn State when ago. they came in several yeah. years back.
4: I don't, I don't, I wasn't there, so I can't tell you. Well, you look
5: up largest volleyball crowds. You're good at, you're good at a, the internet thing. Well, I'm so, good at that. I can't turn it.
4: my, my light off my phone.
5: But. <laughs> Porter, what's up, man? Welcome.
4: Hey guys, uh, the, the Stanford match here was,
16: a. Uh... Uh, it was crowded, but it wasn't anything like we're talking about as far as, you know, national crowds. But, um, uh, there was a, I forget what it was, but there was a questionable call. It was before, uh, we were able to challenge, and who knows what might have happened. Would it could have said, anyway. That was
5: That's in the, um, good. that was in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. If, uh, oh,
16: that, that, was right, a, that wasn't the match. Uh, here. That was yeah, in that,
5: was, that, that was in wasn't, that in wasn't Austin, yeah. yeah, they, they, there yeah, was, yeah. it was clearly in. They called it out, and, yeah, the Gators ended up losing because of it. And then Stanford won the national title that year,
4: and they put in the they literally put in the rule because of that, yeah, because of, because that. of that, that one <laughs> yeah. play that you can challenge
16: it. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Who Who would have thought uh, coming into the year if, if if you just said the Gators going to lose tw- uh, four times as many sets in their matches against Sacramento State and USF as they do against Stanford, Penn State, Minnesota, and Clemson? Like they uh I go well. That's odd, but I'll take it. You know, because <laughs> we lost two two sets against USF and two sets against Sacramento State. I know nothing about the teams. I'm not trying to disparage them, but you know, I wonder if uh, you know is, is that a case of you know not being focused and you're not play, giving your best efforts, or is that just a, a play a, a, a case of them being better teams than I'm giving credit for? I don't know, but uh, yeah,
5: I mean Sacramento State was pretty good. They they played hard. Gators I think took them probably a little lightly, but um, I was. I thought they played really well in the first set. Now, the Gators shouldn't have lost the fourth set like they did, but one one of the two, they it was worth losing.
16: I'm curious. How, did, you, did you see Sacramento State against the other two teams? I did not. Uh, or,
5: or, I, I did just did not, the, I, the Gator match.
16: Yeah, I, I didn't see that. Or the USF, just you know, outside looking in. I was like, no, that's odd. That's odd. But whatever. All's well, it ends well. And I'm certainly happy. Um, yeah, uh, Pat, you were talking about Brandon James. It brought back uh, memory. Uh, I can't remember if it was was 06 or 08. I need to ask Gator Dave because the years run together. But I remember it was up there in Tennessee, and we're uh, going there. We're listening to the the pregame, the Tennessee pregame. And uh, so one of the callers goes in. All I know is that if we kick the ball at number 25 again, I'm getting up and walking out of the stadium. Yeah. And they, the, they did not the, like the game that. Yeah. Started, the, the game started with them kicking. <laughs> and <laughs> and, he, and go taking it to their 35. And we were all standing up looking. Where's that guy? Where's that guy?
4: <laughs> but, yeah. Um, they, wasn't that yeah. a punt that bounced to him? And, and No, it was a kickoff. a kickoff. It was a kickoff. Yeah. But An I think hour. it came up short and he grabbed it. He had a kind of weird way of, of catching some things where he would he would go up high to catch them. But uh, in fact, I remember when Urban was talking about him, we were having our annual what we called our annual beer in the summer, and uh, he was trying to make sure that he he wouldn't do that. He would he was trying to catch punts like over his head instead of you know catching them like most people do with their bread baskets. So and he obviously got better at it.
16: I wonder I wonder how much um of his lack of height was, was an advantage just as far as being able to see and I just I've always kinda of wanted to ask, you know, uh, players at different levels. Whether that's a, that's a key. I mean, uh, being small and elusive. Small, they tend to be more elusive and quicker and slicker and less to grab and that kind of thing. But I just wonder, is it harder to see. I don't know. I'm just kind of just kind of curious. All right, well, guys. Ur- go Gators, be yeah. safe. Thanks, Irvin. Porter.
4: Urban used to talk about his incredible first step. He and Percy had, and they and I don't disagree with that. I think they had as good a first steps as anybody um, that's ever played here, and that and that they could that first step would. Would be qu- so quick and so um, long that you you would g- right away be in a hole trying to tackle them. Uh, they were they were the best. By the way, the uh, largest ever you would never guess the largest ever crowd at the O Dome for volleyball.
5: Uh, Florida A and M.
4: No, um, Georgia in nineteen ninety four. Well, they had really? eight thousand one hundred sixty three show up. And Florida won the SEC that year. Obviously, the crowd, you were talking about that game in um, against... Um, Penn State? Yeah, in Wisconsin.
5: No. Oh, yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah. It was up there.
4: Up there, and it was 16. That was the biggest crowd I've ever seen. Them. Yeah. But uh, maybe they'll go to Nebraska next year. Play be on cool. that football stadium.
5: Be different. All right, let's get uh, RJ to join us next. Hey, RJ.
0: Hey, fellas. Tennessee hate week.
5: About it is. It.
0: Love, love the reference to Junior and Lulu. <laughs> uh, for us old-timers, do you think they, you know, because they kind of have stood still in time, I guess by now Lulu has to have gray hair, do you think?
5: Would have to.
4: I don't want to know. She'd have to. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Wisconsin. Want to? I know we're two weeks in, uh, but as our fan base will do sometimes, there was so much Graham Merck's hate for the guy ever took a snap uh, that I was embarrassed. Uh, Can we agree uh, that having one good opponent and one bad opponent. But we have a pretty darn good quarterback on our hands. Not saying he's not going to make mistakes. But the guy is heady. The guy is mature. The guy stays calm. Uh, the guy uh, lays himself out. And I think and hope that as he continues to adjust to being a Gator, that the fans will uh, get behind the guy. I
5: think he's played fantastic in two games. Yeah, RJ. Um, I, you know, the, you, you mentioned the maturity. I've I've interviewed a, a million guys, I guess, over the years, and, and get those opportunities to be in the locker rooms and see just how people kind of command the locker room and, and talk to other players. And i I would probably put him in my top five already in just a couple of weeks that I've been around him and just his ability, the way he talks after the game, the way he defends his teammates, the way he talks about his teammates. I mean, and this is a guy that just stepped on campus, you know, just a few months ago, kind of. So I've been really, really impressed with him. Um, So I I completely agree with all that stuff, and I think it helps. I think there's a maturity on the field. He's not scared of anything. He's seen so much. I mean, the the dude playing at Wisconsin is – had to go into Ohio State and Michigan and all these other places and those atmospheres, and nothing's going to bother him. And he just he really commands himself and just walks around like he is he is a leader, and it's been pretty cool to see.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I've heard I've heard those interviews, and I'm just like, guys, it, it, it sounds like you know someone who's been with us for four years. And, and I thought the other night when I was listening to him, can you imagine going to a new job out of the non-football world? and, like, instantly taking control of that office within your first couple of months and leading and directing the way that the guy is. I I mean, I'm just so impressed with him. I know he'll have a bump in the road. I'm sure Gator Twitter will erupt. Um, All the fans who've broken down his tape, you know, uh, all the the so-called tape watchers who've analyzed... Uh, how he did at Wisconsin I'm sure will roar but I'm expecting great things out of the kid frankly I hope he stays two years um, I, I think he can be something special and he clearly he's providing some leadership taking nothing away from AR's athletic ability the guy you know amazing athlete but didn't see the leadership last year I saw him lead a pick kind of go to the sideline and He looked pained playing football sometimes, probably because he had a bunch of people in his ear saying, you know, you're a first-rounder, you know, you're a first-rounder. And I feel bad that the kid had to play with uh, with all that pressure. But um, uh, I appreciate it. I will be there coming down to the game, bringing my lungs, bringing my voice, praying for a little Lawrence Wright, Joey Kent action in the secondary would love to see a big hit.
5: Well, that that would be oh, a penalty man. nowadays, probably. But I well, agree with you. <laughs> I've, I've asked
4: Lawrence about that. He goes, "Oh yeah."
5: Yeah, he'd be out. He'd be out. Well, I think even yeah, even think. the hit against Oklahoma in the national championship game, you yeah. know, on the sideline yeah, there, that kind close. of that would have been probably it would have been reviewed. let's yeah.
4: put it that way. I will say this though, and I've yeah. I've said this before, and people get mad at me when I say it, but the Joey Kent hit from Lawrence Wright is not why Florida won that game. Don't forget, the next play, Danny Werfel fumbled and gave them a touchdown. And now they're up 30-14. To, to but the crowd was, you know, it it may have stoked the crowd a little bit more, but you're always stoked when you're playing Tennessee. Uh, but
0: Yeah. I think it's a trenches game. I really do. I mean, everyone talks about the skill positions. I think if we can stop their run, uh, Coach Bobby Hill over there, if we can stop the run and force – Milton have to throw the ball, I think I think we're going to be okay, but our, our line, our O-line's got to come strapped on ready mm-hmm. for war. Um, because these big games, really all SEC games, and that's why Georgia and Alabama is so great. Everyone talks about their quarterbacks and everything. It's their trenches, guys. They're elite, and this is a trenches game to me. Um, so, go Gators, and uh, Bill Graham Merckx, and uh, uh, hopefully let's rally around the
5: kid all right thanks rj yeah and getting a guacin back will certainly help those trenches so
4: yeah, the thing about graham Murzo is and i do there were a lot of people that have been very negative about him and he's looked a little bit better than i thought he would be uh at florida um but he's going to be defined by what come what happens this week what happens at kentucky in a couple of weeks what happens in baton rouge what happens in uh, when they play our... I mean, he's going to be defined by his SEC performances. Sure. I mean, that's the bottom line. That's the way every quarterback is defined around here.
5: Agreed. All right, we need a break. We'll uh, get it and come back with more right after this.
1: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98, one FM, 850 AM WRUF.
13: Good afternoon. I'm Bennett Solomon. Florida Gators volleyball team hits the road tonight to take on in-state rival Florida State. Gators are looking to remain undefeated after starting the season 7-0. Florida will look to continue their dominance against the Seminoles as they have a record of 37-7 against FSU under head coach Mary Wise. You can catch coverage of the match starting right here at 545. Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Minnesota Twins tonight in Game 2 of a three-game series at Target Field. Rays will look to win their fifth straight game, and Zach Littell will take them out for Tampa Bay, and he'll go up against Joe Ryan of Minnesota. Coverage of the game will begin right here after the conclusion of the volleyball game. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN
1: 98.1 FM, 850
5: AM WRUF.
6: Hey, y'all, it's
18: Kyle from Leonardo's. 2023 is flying by and suddenly it's football season. Get your friends and family together and come on down to Gainesville's iconic restaurant, Leonardo's Pizza Millhopper. At Leo's, we're serving our famous deep dish pizza, heavenly garlic knots, and the ever-popular salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for the sexy food pics and the fundraising calendar. And of course, don't forget to say you heard me
5: on the tailgate. Oh, no, not only salsa do. No. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed, and if you got anything just laying around in the drawer, or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades.
7: I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me.
0: If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Meldon Law. We won't back down
5: emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable no one likes it when something unexpected happens and more often than not you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it but i want to tell you about a company that i've seen firsthand fix things and they were fantastic serve pro of gainesville alachua county provides 24 7 emergency water restoration and dryout, fire restoration mold remediation reconstruction and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators.
2: Hey, Gators fans. d Advertising has the new 20. 20- 23 football schedules ready for pickup at these fine businesses North Florida Rehab and Chiropractic, Fox Family Tree Company, TNT Specialties LLC Equipment Rentals, Ford's Land Clearing, and Santa Fe Builder LLC. <laughs> D&D Advertising Enterprises is not licensed, affiliated with, or endorsed by any university, sports institution, or program unless specifically stated in writing. No proceeds from any of the funds collected will be given to any educational institution or sports team. Not responsible for schedule changes after printing.
1: Gator Talk with head football coach Billy Napier and the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly. Thursday nights at 7, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
14: This is
9: Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Pardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
5: All right, welcome back. Dules and Dozo here with you. A Tuesday edition of the Tailgate. Right back to the phones we go as the Titan MRI hotline is lit up, just like uh, Rob is always lit with his phone calls. Hey, Rob.
4: I thought you were just going to say Rob is always lit.
5: With his phone calls. Wow. Rob, you there?
4: Yeah, I'm sorry.
5: Sorry, I thought you were scared.
19: No, my my phone is acting. It's like, you got that backup noise don't you i mean hey let me call y'all back damn i didn't want to miss my spot in line
5: we'll get you back on next if you can get through all right brother all right right, sounds good let's uh then get craig to be next hey craig what's up welcome hey guys how you doing good
18: good my first my favorite memory of uh i was at the Alex Brown five sacks mm. way up in the north end zone where the bleachers are all the way on the top so uh had a good view from up there but it was a what a night in the swamp that was just unbelievable yeah when he had the
4: an inter- interception game. in that game too uh dropped back yep. into zone coverage and picked it off so what a night that was yep. for him
18: yeah so I, I'm a little worried for Saturday well first of all I did watch the the UT Austin P game, they didn't look all that great, but I'm sure they were looking ahead a little bit too. But I watched that Utah Baylor game, and I I just gotta say, Utah looked like a very average team.
5: Yeah, they weren't good. And I
18: know them; was, they did not look good. I mean, Baylor pretty much gave the game back to them to take it, and then almost at the end, Baylor had a shot at the ends on the last play and almost got it there too. So I hope they circled the wagons. They got some of the, the mental errors out of the system a little bit and, and we see the product that Billy's been talking about. But I don't know what you guys thought after watching that Utah-Baylor game. If that made you feel any better or any worse going into Saturday.
5: I'm with you. I, I kind of felt the same way. I was like, man, Utah not looking very good. But they were on the road. I, and and, and I Aranda's think, good I defensively.
4: I think I said this yesterday. Their first play was not a 70-yard touchdown. Yeah. It was a delay of game penalty. I mean that's the difference on, on going on yeah, the road, Holman Road, and that's what you uh, they took advantage of it. I I don't I I think Utah has got a really good defense. Um, yeah, the, the backup I mean, quarterback's horrible. Have rising. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, and, it's, and it's then the the,
5: the other guy that comes in and runs it around, and t- I mean, he and, can't throw it.
4: And their tight end was was out has been out for these last two games. I don't. But know
5: but, but yes, uh, Craig, I I think you know I'm I'm the same way. I, I thought Tennessee, or excuse me, going into now Tennessee. I thought Utah was worse than – and it made Florida maybe even look not as good where where they couldn't do much against that Utah team.
18: Yeah, I was a little worried cause they kept rotating the quarterbacks and they really weren't doing anything. Uh, Baylor, I know, had their backup in there too. Um, and, they, and, and listen, I'll give Baylor some credit. I mean, after that Texas State loss, they, they did rally up to, to play good against a, a ranked team, uh, even though it was in their home. But it just worries me a little bit. Um, I know Virginia's a bad program. I think they lost to JMU as well, too, last week. Um, My cousin's a UVA grad. He's uh, not happy with them right now, too. So, listen, I I hope – I just want to see a good game. If we lose close, I'm okay. But I just want to see the mental errors. I want to see the run game going like it should, um, like like they've been advertising, the the practice they say they've been having. If I just get a good quality game, I'm okay because then I'm saying, okay, there is progress coming maybe not in a win but you can see the progress closing and just would turn the noise down in the program a little bit
5: yep agreed and i and i think they will play well thank you craig appreciate right, that let's uh snag rob i use on a good phone now hey rob
19: <laughs> yeah man i got on a good line hey yeah um how about texas man
4: uh they were pretty impressive they uh, they're really good i'm team. telling you uh, Sarkeesian
19: um, schemed him up. He schemed him up. And you know what he did is they beat him on the edges with speed. And them boys looked like they got in shape like the best team in the nation. Them they, boys looked stout. They well, look more
4: stout than Alabama. They also, I, in my opinion, dominated Alabama's offensive line. Which,
19: I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I, I watched that game. I said, Sarkeesian got those boys in tip-top shape and ready to play. And he's an offensive guru.
4: No, he's really a good coach. I mean, obviously he had his problems at USC, and uh, but had, yeah. you know, it's funny because Saban brings him in. Well,
5: and I think going to Saban probably helped yeah, exactly. him become a better yeah. head coach. Yeah. And a better person. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and I, I listened to him. his pregame interview on game day, and he said almost the identical stuff that Saban said. So it's almost like Saban had molded him into talk about what he needs to do to be successful. So, yeah, I think you give Nick Saban a lot of credit. And I think he's revitalized a, a lot of different people. And I mean, even look at Bill O'Brien going back up to New England now. I and mean, their offense was awful last year and they really could have won that game against the Eagles. They 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 played much better. So, I mean, Sab- Saban continues to do his thing, but that's that's certainly scary for now Texas coming in and doing its thing because they're going to be good for a while.
19: Yeah, he's got a hell of a tree, but he never his uh, students usually don't beat say say, say.
5: no, but he, I think they've done it three them. of the last four times now. After never doing it,
19: yeah. Now back to my boys in blue. I, I like what I like what I see. We're right where we need to be, and what the last caller said, he's right, and that's what Chris Thorin stressed. He said we might not have a, a, the best record, but we're we're learning and we're headed in that direction, and that defense played outstanding. Um, and if they just can play well, swarm the ball, make tackles, follow your assignments, and then give the offense—which is going to take them a while—that's hard to do. And yeah, I didn't
4: even—I didn't realize until Beth Moments was the one who—I uh, didn't again—I didn't really look at the depth chart. Florida has no seniors on its three deep on defense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about that—that's—that that, is about as rare as you can get. So, yeah, so no senior day. Uh, it'll be a quick one. <laughs> yeah.
19: Yeah. But, you know, and I'm, I'm just like I said, I'm in it. We've got to stick with Billy. We can't listen to these radicals that every time Florida loses or whatever. No. If our defense continues to grow, those young bucks play like, play like it's lights out that and get off the field and go get you some Gatorade and get it on ice and enjoy watching the offense do their thing. That's what we, we do as Gators. We turn the ball over to the offense and let them run it thank you guys all right
5: Rob appreciate it well since uh since Rob mentioned uh, Chris Doring, let's uh, bring on his pops Paul Doring has uh, called oh, us cool. Mr. Doring. how are you sir
20: well thank you I'm doing fine it's just a reminder I used to give speeches and they'd say and you know, our next
4: speaker is Chris Doring's dad and I'd <laughs> always are you are you calling because it's the 30th anniversary today
20: no oh that's a good no, no that's a good point i'm calling because of the
0: achilles
20: injury and wow. and golly i forgot about that and chris harry's daughter was born
17: he
4: was state. he was not there as a result yeah wow oh but
20: no my point is this i watched the jets game last night and you know, there wasn't a whole lot of media coverage. I think the cameras were were as cold as ice, but I learned later that one of the teammates said, here, let me give you a hand. And Aaron said, no, I don't want to. And uh, I talked to Chris about an hour ago and he said, I saw, you know, you can't identify with an Achilles injury unless well, I shouldn't say you can't until you've been there. He said, yeah, I saw this big bump on the back of his leg. Yeah, I
4: mean, he's the first person I thought of when... when yeah. Uh, ...was Chris. Chris had that at, at Denver. Um,
20: yeah, he did. And, you know, in the old days, an Achilles was the end of an athletic career. Yeah. The technique had become better. And you may recall, I'm sure you both do, that Dan Marino's uh, ruptured Achilles was fixed by Dr. Pete, mm-hmm. Pete yep. Delacato. And, you know, I'm not a surgeon. I don't play one on TV, but I and I didn't stay in a Holiday Inn last <laughs> night. <laughs> but the point is, you know, the technology uh, – you know the the techniques of Achilles are such. Do you remember a basketball player by the name of Tracy Simmons? No, Stacy. Simmons. Stacy Simmons, sure. He ruptured his left Achilles. Yeah, you
4: Stacy Poole it. Is who you're talking about? Stacy. Oh, Stacy Pool. Stacy Poole, Yeah, he yeah. went he went Achilles, Achilles, both. Yeah, left and. Yeah, right.
20: they got rehabbed it probably for a year. He goes out and he does the other one, but you know Achilles injuries just you know I have photos of Chris on that freaking cart you know and when the cart comes out that is not a good sign.
4: Once that cart came (laughs) out I went oh this is not going to go well
20: (laughs) I know what you mean I'll leave you alone thanks for reminding me
5: 30 30 years ago doring has got a touchdown So it made him him and Mick's career so that's awesome Thanks, Paul.
20: <laughs> Take care. Bye.
5: Speaking of uh, another guy that had a great career, let's uh, talk to Copper Gator, who is just beginning his career in modeling. How are you, sir?
17: Yeah. I'm I'm doing well. They've got me on top model. I think I'm a final three contestant. So that a hopefully that pans out for me. Um, my my call probably will be as popular as some calling this week. I've I waited till Tuesday, but I, I wanted to, like, if if we talked Friday. And I asked you what would be a successful score of the football game on Saturday for us. <clears throat> would Would you have said forty nine to seven?
5: Yeah, I, I thought the Gators needed to get close to fifty, and I figure they wouldn't give up a lot of points, so I I t- I'd take that for and they, sure. And they could have scored like, more, more yeah. yeah.
17: Well, and and I think that's where I'm going is that is that this I I I got no phone calls and you guys I talked to you guys and you know the number to me was. Can this team score 50, right? And, and and that was my big question. Can they get to 50, and can they actually, you know, do what needs to be done on a team like this? So, I know, in the third quarter, 13 minutes to go, they're at 49 points. Okay, I'm like, yeah, this team's going to get – this is going to be a great day. We're going to cover the spread, which was, I think, 45. I, I, I get that, but we don't have the we don't have that luxury on this team, right? Like we have to, we have to every day, every down, every play has to be getting better for Tennessee's for the LSU's, the Georgias. Like it is – is
5: no, the, I, the I don't, I, I don't agree with that on on this game.
4: Not only that, what if somebody got hurt? That yeah, I mean,
5: them? there's no. I mean, Mertz and everybody, the running backs proved that they're completely fine. So by playing, not playing in the fourth quarter, gosh, I would have maybe even sat them at halftime because. It's one of those games where you gotta let those. I mean, Brady Ackerman gets his touchdown against Akron, and you know he builds his life around that. So, I mean, <laughs> those those guys are getting up at five thirty in the morning, just like all the other players. And I think you, you've got to give them those opportunities. So, I mean, yeah, I don't mind that at all. I think you just you have to look at it by what Florida did when the guys in there did what they were supposed to do, and and take that yeah. I, by by playing one additional quarter doesn't mean anything.
17: So so then, LSU scoring seventy one on Saturday doesn't make doesn't have an no. effect on those guys doing better or no. or or Oregon putting up eighty one the week before. Nope. Or us allowing seven
4: points when we
17: should have given up a zero.
5: Nope.
4: No, because you had okay. a you had a, was a
5: uh, fumble four, by a four team running
4: back. Yeah. There, yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah no, that's good. I'll I, I'll I, talk you off the ledge, man. I just caught me off the ledge a little bit, man. Because I'm I wanted to. I'm wanting to no, those... I wanted
17: to run the score. I want. I want to run the score up to sixty or seventy. I want these guys like at the end. I will. They uh... might not. They might not get ten touchdowns this year because they they decided to take them out in the third quarter. Like, I will send
5: are... send you the interview that I did with Napier on the field right after the game, and it'll change your yeah. mind.
17: Okay, maybe that's what it is. Because I'm just like I'm just. You know, we're, we've got nothing but we got nothing but hard schedules, hard defenses for LSU, Georgia. I mean, Florida State's. You know, these guys are building a, a resume for the rest of the year. When we go back and talk about this team in at the end of the year, it's going to go well. What was their lowest scoring average team? Or this was the you know this defensive numbers and we're, we're a numbers kind of group. And so I just these games matter for numbers throughout the whole season, and we don't have many of them. Like we have this one in Charlotte. The rest are not. So uh, that's my that's my. I'll step off the ledge, Jeff. <laughs> you can send that to me. And
5: All right, man. Go. Sounds good. Bye. Appreciate that. All right, we're going to get uh, David in here, and then uh, we'll be done. David, welcome to the tailgate. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call.
11: Yeah, I agree with you guys 100%. I mean, in that case, the numbers really don't mean anything. So, um, I, you know, they could have. The, the other thing is that the defense that that team played uh you know, lend itself to running the ball because they were dropping what, seven guys into coverage. I mean Well they ran a three deep run- zone,
4: which is yeah, that's when you you better be able to run the ball because they've got yeah. you know, three guys yeah, playing. A, and and deep again d-
11: had they not played that way, which I've never seen anybody play that way, uh, you know, we would have probably threw the ball more and put up you know, even bigger numbers, you know, it was just lend itself to running, period. Yeah. Which brings me to uh, Jeff, your comment about, you know, we need to establish a run. Um, I think we've got to take what the defense is going to give us. If they if they stack eight guys in the box on Saturday and says, hey, we're not going to let you run the ball, I don't think you bang your head against the wall. I think you throw the ball until they get out of that.
4: No, that's exactly, exactly right. Yeah. They, they – uh, I mean, you want to be able to run the ball, but if they're going to totally commit everything to taking it away, then you've got to be able to throw it. And you've got to find ways – Look, these coaches are studying every minute of the last three years of Tennessee tape, so they know what they're going to do, and they know what they're going to what their plan is. And the question is, can you do things that'll that'll uh, take advantage of those things? That's we'll see. I mean, it's the same way, kind of with Florida, you know. Um, yeah. In terms of uh, their defense, what are they going yeah, to try? to Yeah, what they're going to do? Do you want to take <laughs> right. away the run? I mean, Jabari Small had 90 yards rushing against Florida last year. Are you going to try to take him and uh, the other running back out of it? Um, who? Uh,
11: I'm if I'm like Florida, I, I think Ryan, I, if guys. I'm Florida, yeah, I, I think if I'm Florida, I start out that way, saying, okay, let's see if uh, Milton can beat us. You know, um, you know, I just don't think you. Uh, you want to let them run the ball down your throat all day, so. But, um, yeah, but
4: they've got great yeah. receivers too. So I mean, it's, it's kind yeah. of like a—it's again, it's a pick your poison thing. So. Yep. And we'll see yep. what they pick.
11: Uh, uh, but I think, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a—I think it's going to be a, a good game, personally, and and uh, hopefully Florida comes down on top. All
5: right, guys. Thanks, it. David. Yep, thank you. Appreciate that, and we appreciate uh, everybody for tuning in today. That'll do it for us. Getting out a little early. So you guys and gals can listen to Florida whoop up on them stupid Seminoles in volleyball. Although oh, Florida State's given them a tough time over the years. That, that dude's pretty good. Yeah. no, Knows what he's usually, doing.
4: Uh, little bit, I don't know. They're not ranked, though, this year. So I'm surprised at that. They're using mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah.
5: Smoke them in three. What it's all about.
4: Smoke them if you got them.
5: <laughs> that you do. All right. Appreciate Kat for producing today and uh, everybody for making uh, our day another fun one here on the tailgate. Goodbye. From
1: the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 981 FM, 850
5: AM, WRUF. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but Turn into a full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old, like Pat Dooley, so if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. 727
14: At International Diamond Center, you can take your time and design and meticulously create the most unique, most exquisite ring imaginable. But if that's not your thing, We understand, and that's why we created the IDC Signature Collection. Ready-to-wear rings at every
6: price point. It's a complete ring that's already done. We pick out the small diamonds, and we pick out the center diamond, and it's assembled, and it gets our stamp of approval. IDC owner, Keith LeClaire. People like this because of the value that they're receiving, because they're getting a complete ring without having to piece it together themselves.
14: Even if your budget is $1,000, IDC has a ring you can take with you today with a quality, stylish setting and a GIA certified diamond
6: we did all the hard work for you listen we're the experts our job is to pick the right diamond for the right setting at the right price point and i think we do a pretty good job of it
14: discover the no stress idc signature collection buy it today propose with it tonight international diamond center in celebration point online at shopidc.com.
13: good afternoon i'm bennett solomon florida gators volleyball team hits the road tonight to take on in-state rival florida state The Gators are looking to remain undefeated after starting the season 7-0. Florida will look to continue their dominance against the Seminoles as they have a record of 37-7 against FSU under head coach Mary Wise. First serve is coming up right here at 6 p.m. The Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Minnesota Twins tonight in Game 2 of a three-game series at Target Field. The Rays will look to win their fifth straight game, and Zach Littell will take the mound for Tampa Bay, and he'll go up against Joe Ryan of Minnesota. Coverage of the game will begin right here after the conclusion of the volleyball game. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN
1: 98 1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
5: Yes it's hot out an obvious observation that everybody knows about And the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you well if it unfortunately does I've got an obvious choice to call that is crystal air and water and they're gonna be there to take care of you a hundred percent service satisfaction guaranteed whether you're in Alachua Archer Gainesville Hawthorne High Springs Melrose Micanope Newberry Stark Williston or anywhere in between crystal air is a phone call away they service and install all the top national brands and their Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384.